gang, welcome to the Bad Boss Survival Guide Podcast, where we're on a mission to rid the world of bad bosses. I'm your host, Michael Pollard. So, you've got a bad boss. You've got somebody that seems to almost live to make your life miserable. You come into work on a Monday just dreading your existence. Not because you hate the work you do, but because you just can't stand that boss. At this point, everything they do is like nails on a chalkboard for you, and there seems to be no end or no relief in sight. So I ask you, if your boss is gonna stay your boss, you can't quit your job, you're in a sense stuck where you are, you can't change anything, so you think, We've all heard it before, you are in control of your life. That's really the tenet of self-leadership. We are responsible for the circumstances and events around us. We are responsible for how we choose to react to that circumstance event. So I'm going to share a story with you because perhaps your boss, like me, is simply a bad boss on their way to becoming a good boss. Let me explain. I remember almost almost jogging, strutting into the office of my boss for my first annual review after after I completed my first year as a manager, as a boss. I I was convinced that he was gonna shower me with positive comments and accolades and so many high fives and Heck yes. Uh, no, no, that's not at all what happened. Hmm. But what's funny about that to me now is the fact that I honestly believed that in my mind I was doing a really good job. And that just shows that at that time I was a horrible, I was a bad boss. It stemmed from ignorance. I remember walking into my boss's office and he said, okay, Michael, take a seat. I took a seat, ready to hear all the awesome stuff. Pretty much, hey, sit back, shower me with praise. So he handed me my performance review, and I'll never forget the words on the front said, Michael Pollack does not meet expectations. I'm going to tell you, I about shit my pants and threw up all at the same time. Not a good feeling. But what happened? What happened? did he see that wasn't going well? I thought to myself, how can this be? Things are productive at the office. People aren't talking. They've got their nose to the grindstone. They're, quote, productive. We're making more money. Schedules are better. So how can I possibly not be meeting expectations? Now, I say that now as if there was a a logical set of, of thoughts going through my head, but quite frankly, it was almost just static because I was so humbled. And shitting my pants. I got a slap of reality right across the face, but it was nothing compared to what was about to come my way. So after I kind of like composed, I guess, he slid another piece of paper across the desk at me and said, Michael, I, I think you should read this right now. But what he slid across the desk to me was a, was a typed out piece of paper with all of the comments that my staff gave him about me when he asked them how he was doing. 
They were not comments like, oh my gosh, Michael's doing such a great job. Michael's got this office, you know, turned around. This department's doing great. Nope. They did not like me one bit. One of the comments, though, I remember very vividly. The comment was, when Michael walks by, all conversation stops and positive energy leaves the room. Up until that point, I'm like, I'm a likable guy. I'm funny, I've got a sense of humor. I always was good for a joke. I cared about people. I've always been a person that's gotten along with everybody. So this is my first, my first experience with people not liking me. And that was a, a pretty horrible feeling. I remember driving home that day wondering, oh my gosh, is this, is this for me? But then I started to remember all of these so-called successes that I had in my mind very differently. I remembered the interactions with people that I had very differently. Ones where I was just changing a process or I was sending an email or I was changing somebody's schedule. Little things that seemed insignificant to me before that day. I was ignoring who they were. I didn't bother even getting to know the person or care about how any of the choices I made affected them as people. I started to realize that I was acting confident because I had no confidence and I was acting like a know-it-all because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. The reason I'm telling you this story is because perhaps you have a bad boss that is just behaving as a bad boss on their way towards becoming a good boss. Now I know there's horrible people in the world, there's evil people in the world, but chances are your boss is not a horrible, evil person. You might feel the way about them because of all the crap that they put you through, but the minute I learned that my employees had a personal feeling against me, that they didn't like me as a person, that they thought I was a bad person, they didn't just not like the way I was doing my job. They didn't like me. That changed everything for me. Luckily, I immediately understood that and owned that. But the honest truth is if my boss had never bothered to tell me those things, which I'm very grateful for, by the way, I would not be a boss today. I would not be a boss today that makes it a priority to be a source of good for the people that I work with. I would not understand and be passionate about leadership. I don't think I'd even be a boss because I probably wouldn't have succeeded. I wouldn't have been effective. All the while, I probably really would have hated my job because I would have thought that being a boss required you to act in a certain way and that was fundamentally not in line with my true nature. So consider this fact that perhaps your boss is the bad boss on their way to being a good boss. And if thinking about this that way can change your perspective towards things or reorient you towards even, even having a certain amount of, I'm gonna call it empathy towards your boss, that can change the experience for you entirely. Now, who am I kidding? Let's face it, this may not change a whole lot for many of you, but the truth is, Understanding this perspective now, you can learn a great deal from watching your boss. Because someday, if you ever find yourself in a position as the boss, you're gonna be leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else. Maybe you can circumvent, even skip the part of being a bad boss and go right to being 
a good boss, an effective boss, a source of good for your team versus starting in leadership thinking, okay, I've got two choices. Be nice to these people or tell them to work hard. Act like a know-it-all or learn from your team. You can't have both, right? No, that's not true. And a leader knows that those things are never at odds. Leadership and being a source of good is never at odds with business and productivity and effectiveness. In fact, they go hand in hand. And I would even argue that without leadership, good sentiment and culture in your teams, you will never realize lasting success. Whether that's financial success, quality, whether that's business growth, whatever it is, without culture, you've got nothing. And this is coming from a guy who was a pretty bad boss when I first started out. So in a way, I'm asking you to consider giving your boss a break, but not for him or for her. I'm asking you to give your boss a break for you, to give your mind something different to focus on. Because you go to work feeling negative and you're gonna leave feeling negative, I promise you. But if you stop that cycle, you're in control of that. Who knows what opportunities, what changes that might bring. Maybe it's another opportunity. Maybe you end up working somewhere else, I don't know. But I hate the idea of people going to work miserable just because of the person that they have to go report to or because of their boss. So if we kind of write a different story about that boss to better understand why they're acting that way, cultivate some level of empathy. You can call it pity or disgrace. I don't care what you call it, but that's a very different feeling than anger or hate that you might have towards your boss, but you're channeling that back at yourself and I want better for you. So stay tuned for future podcasts. We're going to be talking about the bad bosses, yeah, but we are a solution-focused group. Bad Boss Survival Guide doesn't just want to spend our time venting about our horrible bosses. We want to have solutions to better our lives. And we want to learn about how to be good bosses. Stay tuned, folks. Bye for now. The best version of you.